All right. Welcome back to Three of a Kind Podcast. I'm Sierra. Shanice. Jessica. And we are so glad y'all came back to join us. We love doing this with you all. Um, we're doing our third episode of The Purpose Pivot. We're going to start off with our take three questions. So, ladies, best memories, best summer memories. <laughs> Jessica, you want to go first? Sure. <laughs> um, I would say just being a kid and, like, playing outside with, like, the neighborhood kids. We would ride bikes, play basketball, you know, do that type of stuff. Things that children don't really get to do now. <laughs> you know, doing in the house, playing on the tablet. Right. Yeah, not being active, so... Is that are you gonna play some basketball this summer, Jessica? I don't know this side of you. No, I'm I'm gonna try to get pick up uh, tennis again. So, but I gotta build up my stamina because I <laughs> can't run a full sprint to save my life. Sometimes things as such, Nisi. So I have like a specific memory, but it was July fourth, hot summer day. Do you remember we went to Six Flags? The oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't seem like you enjoy it, but it was like the quintessential summer activity. We were riding rides, eating fireworks. It was like a sandlot moment, <laughs> you know, minus the road children. Yes. But that, I love that memory. That's one of my favorite memories. Yeah, I enjoy that memory too. It's the rides that I don't really like. So it's and, and you say that, but you went on the Ferris wheel, which is my nightmare. Ferris wheel was awesome. Oh, I, I will never. This I will never. I can't do. Uh, I don't have specific memories. I think it's like a vibe. I love, this is going to sound weird, garage sales during <laughs> the summer. I know. It's about sitting in the driveway as people walk by. And usually it's like a community neighborhood garage sale. Yeah. So you're talking to your neighbors. People are buying stuff. I don't know what that is, but garage sales. It's a feeling. You enjoy it. That's great. Let's have a garage sale this summer. All right, let's do it. Popsicles, of course. Not so much the ones with the sticks, but the um, the freeze freeze pop ones. That you can drink if it's not frozen. Yes. Those are always good. The melting at the bottom is delicious. It is. All right, girl. Well, let's have some summer fun then. So I just know that we won't be going to Kings Island since y'all don't like riding rides. I don't mind the ride. And they have their Sierra's down. I'm waiting. down for what? Food. Food. Okay. But you want to pay your arm and a leg for that? And you can't ride rides? Okay. I'll get somebody to subsidize me. It's okay. Oh, jeez. All right. All right. So just as a reminder, this season, we're having people come on sharing their pivot, ones they're currently going through or maybe have gone through in the past in the hopes that it might be a cathartic experience for them and then an insightful one for us. So we're going to have Jessica introduce our guest. So our guest today is my dear friend, Andrea. She was my college roommate. So what? That was what, 08? Yeah. Yeah. So we've been friends a long time, and we're still hanging strong. <laughs> so Andrea is married. She has two kids, um, and they're getting big, and it's just making me feel really old because I remember <laughs> she was with both of them. So Andrea, how's it going? 
Hey, ladies. Hey. Thanks again for having me here. Welcome. Yeah, we, we've been knowing each other for a really long time. It seems like just yesterday, honestly, but man, it's been a long time. <laughs> happy yeah. to be here, though, and happy to support you guys. Thanks. Yeah, them, them right state days. <laughs> so your purpose pivot, you want to start with that? Just letting us know about that a little bit. What was, yeah. what was your pivot? Yes. So I felt it was only right, um, you know, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, I am actually going to be talking about when I discovered about my thyroid. And apparently it's um, International Thyroid Awareness Month, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, and it was just so much happening. So it was actually the very first time that I had a panic attack. And all of that, I discovered that I had hyperthyroidism. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, because I hear a lot of hypothyroidism, where it's not enough of the hormone being released. But apparently, I had hyper. And I mean, there were signs there. You know, like when I was younger, I was thinner. You know, I was always thinner. And I had a high metabolism. So, you know, when you're young, you're thinking, oh, I have a high metabolism. I eat a lot, but I'm still real small. Uh, So you take pride in that. but honestly, it was just, I think it was mixed with um, postpartum depression, too, because mm-hmm. I just got married. Um, it was actually maybe three months into us being married. My son was about to be one. Mm-hmm. I had my oldest son about to go to kindergarten. So it was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was very, that was eye-opening for me. I was, the, I was in the hospital for two days. And listen, I thought, like, I thought it was the end because... When it happened, it was just a random day. You know, it's hot outside. That contributes to, like, hormone, you know. So I'm just, you know, having a normal day. And I noticed that my heart rate is a little bit higher. And I'm just thinking, you know, maybe it's because I went up the steps too fast. But, no, my heart rate was over 140, and I could not calm down. I had my husband there with me, and he's trying to calm me down. And I just, I couldn't, you know, I'm trying to think, like, of breathing techniques but overall i went to the hospital they you know ran some tests because i'm thinking it's like a i don't know cardiac cardiac arrest i'm not i wasn't educated in anything you know back then so they ran some tests and apparently i had hyperthyroidism um gave me some medicine to kind of calm me down and yeah it was just eye-opening um but i did want to talk about that today just to spread awareness because those symptoms that I had as a kid, you know, a lot of women, it affects, it affects a lot of younger women, but a lot of women, they're not aware that, you know, just having high metabolism or maybe being anxious all the time or like high strong, you know, we think that, oh, this is just my personality. So they're not aware that it may be tied to something health-wise, you know, health-related. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my pivotal moment for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I do remember you telling me about it. Cause I know somebody who has like a thyroid issue and I know that some people will either be really heavy or they'll be really small. And the person I know is, is like very, very small. And this is actually, this is my first time actually talking about it in depth because I know I've told like friends about it, but I was still discovering a lot about it myself. So I'm just like, I'm going through a lot and I'm trying to figure this out and 
I'm like, it's just right for me to talk about it now and then spread awareness on it. I just wanted to know, because I, it's nothing that I've ever, I'm familiar with the thyroid, but I've never heard of hyperthyroidism. So what were your symptoms? You said they started when you were younger, you just kind of didn't. Yeah, so they're like normal symptoms, you know, like how um, some people have high metabolism. You know, you're not really educated on why there are some people that have, have high metabolism. We just know that, you know, there's a lot of people. They, you know, we brag about it. I bragged about it as a kid. Not gonna lie, because you know, <laughs> I ate a lot. I love to eat, so that was like the number one thing. I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I eat a lot, but I was also active, so that was something that was it could have been missed easily. You know, I'm. I ran track. I was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a lot of active things as a child and in high mm-hmm. school. So I'm just thinking, you know, just it's just one of them things. Um, but also just anxiety, sweating, um, imbalance and hormones. So there's like mood swings. Mm-hmm. You're going through a time in your life where you're going through a lot of hormonal changes. So that's something that I didn't link to it. It honestly wasn't until I started having children, to be honest, where I started because I would get hot. You know, and I'm thinking maybe it's because I'm picking up extra weight. Like, I feel like I'm about to pass out. I'm just standing in the store and I just need to sit down. So that's something that I just linked to pregnancy. But it wasn't until that summer of 2017. That was after, because when I had my second, my um, youngest son, I actually had um, preeclampsia and, you know, I figured, you know, high blood pressure. Maybe that's why things are happening. But I mean, when it was hot, I just had a lot of symptoms. It's kind of like flu symptoms where you feel cold and hot at the same time. And I could not regulate it. Like I'm drinking water. And I mean, mind you, I was, I was drinking a lot of caffeine, you know, pop, you know, I had alcoholic beverages on special occasions um, and I didn't drink a lot of water. So I'm thinking maybe that's what it is initially when I went to the hospital, but when I thought back on it, I mean, those symptoms made sense because it's not normal to be really anxious. I guess a lot of people deal with anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was just over normal day-to-day activities. You know, that's, it's not normal to be that high strung and have that many mood swings. At least to me, I didn't think it was that normal. Uh, and that day, it just I just broke down. Like I was crying. Yeah. I was really scared because I'm thinking like, I don't know why I'm so hot, but I'm also cold. Like I can't, you know, regulate my body temperature. Um, And I was thinking it has something to do with, you know, having my youngest child, you know, with the preeclampsia and the high blood pressure. But I mean, lo and behold, once I got to the hospital, they, when they ran those tests, they kind of broke it down to me. Um, It's actually a, like a butterfly shaped gland right in front of your neck. Um, and it plays a huge part in metabolism and um, just regulating, you know, your moods and um, just functioning things like your brain and heart. So, I mean, it made sense. But like I said, those symptoms that I had, I was just thinking about a lot of friends and people that I grew up with. You know, you never you never think to get yourself checked out. You know, we have our yearly exams and our women womenly exams, but you never think to look beyond those things. So if it wasn't for, you know, that moment, I don't, I probably wouldn't know to this day because they sound so just like normal. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was scary, but I am glad that I was 
I was put through that because I was educated. Um, and it really forced me to dig into like my my family history, like my, my family medical history. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't ever do that. I mean, nope. we have to do it when we have children, but you know, I really dug into like, you know, where is this coming from? Is it hereditary? And it can be hereditary. Um, some of it is generated from Graves' disease. I got test ran, it wasn't that. Um, and sometimes it's just a nodular gland that grows, you know, and that's what's forcing the imbalance for your thyroid. And that's Crazy. that's what I found out, you know, that that gland that was growing. So I was put on uh, medication to regulate it, and that actually helped, you know. Um, once I got on the medication, I definitely you know, made some changes and I, I could sense a difference for sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a lot. <laughs> and um, definitely scary because like I said, we had we didn't know about it. We wasn't educated enough on it, so. Your family history, I was gonna ask like, did you ever figure out like if it, if it is like, if it, if it is in your family or? Yep, it was like a long line, like grandparents. So it took a it took a lot of research, but because you don't, I don't really, you know, as a kid, you're not looking and trying to figure out what, you know, your parents or your grandparents have health wise. Mm -hmm. But I did find out it was something that um, my grandmother experienced too, and she's no longer here. You know, God rest her soul, but um, she actually experienced the same thing. So, and you said you had a lot like around that time when you discovered that you had the condition, um, that you had a lot going on, like you had, your son was just turning one, you had just gotten married as well. So yeah. does any of that exacerbate it? Yeah, exacerbate the condition. It actually plays a part because after I had my youngest son, I mean, I had some spells of postpartum depression in the beginning. Okay. I remember being at home and I'm just like, I don't want to leave this couch, you know? And I had that same, you know, I had that feeling with both of my, my children. So, you know, you don't want to leave their side because I'm just thinking like, what if something happens? But I felt so overwhelmed the first day. And I'm just like, I don't want to leave this couch. I have a younger son, like my oldest was about four at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I have this newborn and then I have to make sure that I'm being a good wife. You know, mm -hmm. it was just a lot. So once they got older, though, it was it was I didn't have a lot of symptoms after that, like postpartum depression. I was fine. Okay. Um, but it wasn't until like, you know, you just think back, you know, it's kind of like climbing and you they say don't look down and then you just look down and you're like, oh, my God. You know, like, <laughs> I'm so far up, you know, so yeah. it's kind of like that, where I was just sitting one day and I was just thinking, like, I can't believe my son is about to go to kindergarten and I have this soon to be one year old. Um, it was just overwhelming and that played a part. And I think it was also because it was warm um, and it was just one of them things, you know, I had a, um, they call it a thyroid storm, you know, where you have a lot of symptoms where it's kind of like the flu. I mean, I wasn't, I only related to the flu because of that warm and cold feeling at the same time, but also just, you know, feeling anxious, like I can't calm down, you know, so it was just a lot of racing thoughts and 
I will say my, you know, that was what kind of brought us closer. That was like our biggest test as husband and wife, you know, it's, we were freshly married, but he was, he was my biggest support. I honestly don't know what I would have done without him. He was trying to, you know, coaching me through it. And he's, he's more logical. I'm more emotional. So he does that, you know, trying to talk me down, you know, trying to speak life into me and calm me down. You know, they found out what it was. You said that you're on medication and not getting too much into your business, but was there relief after you found out what it was or definitely it was because i was thinking it was something related to my heart i thought i was okay. having a heart attack i mean i know the symptoms like we hear about the symptoms that i was educated but in that moment i had them do tests you know they did an ekg they did a lot of tests you know my heart you know um, scans and they reassured me it was nothing to do with cardiac arrest or anything to do with um, my heart um and they actually couldn't figure it out at first either. Um, it actually took another doctor coming in and he was actually specialized. He was an endocrinologist. That's what um, the doctors for thyroids are. Um, he was specialized in that. So he noticed the symptoms right away and he ran the test and he was able to get blood work and discover that it was hyperthyroidism. So I was relieved um, once I found out that was what it was. I was still really scared because you know how some doctors are. They, you know, they try to make you make it seem like it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, you this right now, or <laughs> you know, you're not gonna have a long life. You know, it was just right. things like that. But he was reassuring, and he was able to educate us. Um, and I was just, I was really grateful that it wasn't anything to do with like my heart. So. Once I found out, you know, I went home and I started doing my own research and, you know, making changes immediately. We as just and just as humans in general, like we are living in our in our, in our body. So it's it's up to us to kind of be our own self-advocate, I'll say, because, you know, we could say something's wrong and we go to the hospital and try to find out answers and they, you know, send us home that type of thing. I'm glad that you pressed and I'm glad they, they gave you a, the answer. So now you know how to better manage it. Um, exactly. And you're not like going off into the deep end <laughs> thinking something's wrong. Yes. Cause you know how it is when you go to Google, you know, it's like, Oh, oh. no. Because it was symptoms leading up to that day. It wasn't just a day and it just all happened. It was actually, you know, I was feeling anxious and I was just hot. You know, why am I so hot? Um, so I'm just looking at, and maybe that has something to do with it too. Cause I was looking on Google, like, why am I feeling this way? And, yeah. Google and then, doesn't um, make it worse. Yes. <laughs> Makes the feeling of like, oh my gosh. And then you'll, you know, you'll go off on a tailspin yes. and go down that rabbit hole and yeah. But what I will say is the mind is a very powerful thing. So um, that was the biggest lesson that I learned was just how important mental health was. Um, you know, I have spurts of depression, as I'm sure we all have. Uh, but, you know, the mind is really, really powerful. And I was really going into, into some dark places, you know, going through that. So honestly, after that, um, like I said, we definitely made some changes. Um, you know, moved to a different city that was closer to my job at the time and just had a whole, you know, different atmosphere. And that really helped 
you know, outside mm -hmm. of the medicine that I was put on, but it just really helps to just um, be more intentional and just, you know, do things on purpose. And that's what, that was the biggest thing that it taught me and that it pushed me to do, so. And I love how you talked about not only, you know, not ignoring your symptoms, but doing your own research. I think, because Jess was talking about how doctors sometimes send you away if they don't think anything is wrong. They also flip sometimes and just want to give you a whole bunch of medication. And I think it's important to do your own work because what's good for the masses, you know, you might find something that's more natural. And I think we need to take, you know, that initiative, like you said, Andrea, to do your own work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that was one of the one that was one of the things I was concerned about is because I don't like the thought of any pills. I don't I'm not a medicine type of person. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there were some alternatives, um, which was surgery um, or um, radioactive iodine. The only thing with that is with the radioactive iodine, it's just them pretty much, you know, placing that into the area that's in it because like I said it it could be just a, a nodular gland um, which sometimes they call it a goiter um, and that helps with the overactive um, thyroid mm -hmm. but you know when you get that you can't be around you have to be at, I think it's maybe 600 feet I may be off a little bit but you can't be around loved ones because it does affect them so that was something that I took into consideration um, so then we started looking, to, in it, looking into surgery and, you know, I kind of dragged my feet on it for a little bit and then COVID happened. So, you know, that is something that we are going to do ultimately, um, so that I do have it resolved fully because yeah, I, I just can't imagine. And I know it's important. I just can't imagine, you know, just the life that I live, you know, being in a separate room from my family. So those are some options. They do have alternatives. And in addition to that, you know, just everyday lifestyle, you know, I love natural things. So, um, you know, just meditating, you know, praying more um, and just finding hobbies to, you know, feed your soul. And that's something that I find really important. If it's not a source of peace or it's not going to feed your soul, then it's not for you. It's not for me. So um, I find I do a lot of things outside of work so that I can manage stress well, because even with having like medicine, you know, it can still affect you mentally. So I really take care of my health, my mental health a lot more. I feel like health when you have struggles in your health, un and unfortunately for society, I feel like that's usually what pushes us towards those positive things that we really do need, um, slows us down. But that's always good, finding something that's, that's good for your soul. Yeah, I was gonna tell Andrea, Andrea, I had a hospital stay myself <laughs> last year, and same thing. It really does force you to be like, okay, what's really worth it? Like, let's let's think, because this stress, I can't do this. The hospital stay was enough for me. I was like, no, we're not going to be doing this. So that intentionality and really finding things that give you peace, give you grounded. Yeah. The stress is just not worth it. It's just yeah. not worth it. Yeah, it's not. And it's been mm -hmm. a rough year as it is. So, I mean, I take that a lot into consideration when it comes to, you know, mental health and peace. Those are really, really important to me. 
So if I have to, you know, distance myself from a friend or um, an activity or a project at work, you know, it's just things that's that's important. And I've definitely, um, that's actually the latest things I've, I've been really focused on is work-life balance, you know, Oof. especially I work from home. So I'm also, I have my children here, my son do school in the same office that I work in. So <laughs> It's, it's, <laughs> it's been a struggle, um, but it's just about finding balance and I try not to go crazy. I'm not going to lie. I have days where I'm overwhelmed for sure. Yeah. But like I said, it's just finding balance and finding things that really, you know, speak to you. So I've been doing a lot more yoga. Um, my husband exercises and I was, I was just telling him the other day, like, I need to start exercising too. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll start and then I'll stop because I love to eat. Like I said, I really love yeah. to eat. I love to cook. So that's going to be like something that I do add into my daily resume going forward. But, you know, I'm really artsy. So painting helps, you know, music. I love music. Those kind of things help. Taking a walk, you know, going outside and soaking up that sun. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say it's important, especially in the time that we're living in now with COVID and just everything that's going on the last year and a half it's important to like protect your peace because you can go off somewhere where you don't really need to go as far as like you know I mean, your mental health and yeah. stressing over stuff that you really can't control because i mean we can't control covid we can't control you know so many things so i think it's just important like you said just to find stuff that you enjoy i guess not i guess i'll say center you in a way and just be able to enjoy those things that kind of protect you, protect your peace and your sanity. Exactly. And some people think that you have to have a lot of money and go on like a a nice extravagant trip. Listen, (laughs) if my house is clean and it smells good and I got some silence, like (laughs) little things like that. (laughs) So true. So you gotta, you gotta be thankful of the small things, you know, because we all go through a lot so you have to be thankful and that's one thing like it was definitely a lot but i i still think about that experience you know and um i'm just thankful for everything you know even going through it i'm just thankful that i was able to get educated on it and um, i will say for anyone that wants to get more information about it there is a website american thyroid association um if you just type that into google it takes you to a really nice page that has everything um to kind of educate you on um hyperthyroid hypothyroidism so that was enlightening for me (laughs) i just want to look at the website because i want more information just in general Yeah, I still have friends today, and they give me some symptoms, and I'm like, like oh, "Your thyroid out. Like, okay. <laughs> but it's just spreading awareness. You know, you got to be aware, and it's always better to be safe than sorry. Even if it's Absolutely. you know something yep. that has nothing to do with you, it's just it's nice to you know get a look into. Yeah. Are there any, and is there anything else that you can think of that this pivot just showed you about about maybe how to handle things i guess other pivots maybe in the future it may not necessarily be medically related but just definitely i think that was um it really taught me how to handle stress 
I haven't ever experienced a panic attack, for example. It had a lot to do with my mental state. So even there were some times where I would get anxiety even after that, like years later, especially finding out about COVID. I remember that I just felt like I was going to suffocate one day because I already worked from home. I worked from home before COVID happened. But I'm just like, I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> but um, ultimately, it just kind of it taught me how to really um, to breathe, you know, how to effectively handle stress. And that's why I'm really um, an advocate for getting out. You know, you have to get out the house. You can't just stay in the house. You have to find hobbies. You know, you have to have a life and you have to be intentional. That's why I say you have to feed yourself, feed your mind with positive things, because I do believe in the law of attraction. You know, whatever you feed your mind, whatever you feed your soul, that's what's going to display in your everyday life. Things happen and I get stressed out. I get overwhelmed with work and, you know, being a mom and being a wife and trying to find time for myself. But, um, you know, I just manage my time and I'm really intentional. Um, even if I have to have a talk with my husband, that's like my biggest, biggest uh, support, you know, so he may get tired of it, but you have to have, you have to find somebody to confide in and just let it out because it's not good to let it build up. So even if you have to write it down in a journal, I do journal, I love to journal, I love to write um, photography, you know, just different outlets, you know, to express yourself. So I'm not going to sit here and say that I got it all figured out or that, you know, I'm a master of handling stress. But, you know, I do know how to breathe and just, you know, keep my mind right. It's the whole word. It is. When we pivot, just in general, we're almost becoming truer versions of ourselves. What you were saying, finding things, you know, and it may it's trial and error. You know, you try cooking. Maybe that's not for you. Journaling, maybe that but you work towards finding that love and then becoming more a you or you, as we say. (laughs) Absolutely. That's good. Yep. If you don't go through change, I mean, if it's not complicated or difficult, it's not going to change you more than likely. So, I mean, you just have to change your way of thinking ultimately. And that it helps, you know, with dealing with things because we all go through things. It's going to be more things that we deal with. So for sure. Thank you so much. This was so good. I love like not knowing. It's so fun being with us. I don't know what we're about to talk about. I know that's why I didn't want to say anything. Like I, I, I wanted to experience what you were, what you were going to talk about with everybody else. Yeah. Thank you so much, Andrea. We so appreciate you Seriously. for taking the time taking out. Taking your time out, yep. Absolutely, yes. And like I said, you know, I'm all for support. I love to support, you know, especially mm-hmm. our 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 culture, our community. So thank you for having me. And mm-hmm. I just want to spread awareness. For those that don't know, make sure you check that website out and um, get educated. Knowledge is power. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you all for joining us again. Make sure you tune all the way into this episode and share it. Um, We'll be coming back to you very soon. We love you guys. And if you are not tuned into our social media um, platforms, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Three of a Kind Podcast. So like, comment. We love to hear your feedback. All right.